0: Good morning and welcome to Tuesday morning, May the 3rd in 2022, on When I Rise. Today we continue in year C, the fourth Sunday of Easter. And on the Tuesday of the week, we'd like to take a look at the Psalm passage, which comes from this week from the Revised Common Lectionary. And this week in the church calendar year, we're going to a familiar place Psalm 23. How about it? So let me read that Psalm, provide a couple points for reflection then we'll spend our time praying along the theme that we find there. Thanks for making us part of your morning on When I Rise. Let's allow our souls to rise and meet God together in a time of prayer. Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd, I lack nothing. He takes me to lush pastures, he leads me to refreshing water. He restores my strength, he leads me down the right paths, For the sake of his reputation Even when I walk through the darkest valley I fear no danger For you are with me Your rod and your staff reassure me You prepare a feast before me In plain sight of my enemies You refresh my head with oil My cup is completely full Surely your goodness and faithfulness Will pursue me all my days And I will live in the Lord's house For the rest of my life This is the word of God for us Some of you probably feel like it's blasphemy if Psalm 23 is not read in the King James Version. There's probably a high percentage of people that the only way they can hear Psalm 23 is in the old King James. But alas, what did I even read it today? I think this is like the new English translation. I've got a few on the desk here. New English translation, I'm not gonna lie to you. Uh, When I was reading it, I stumbled over a few words because it was so different than the original form. I've heard it in. Psalm 23 is a mainstay. It's a favorite passage of so many people. Um, We tend to hear Psalm 23 in a couple of places in the life of the church. One is probably the most popular is at funerals, right? It's a good funeral text that along with uh, some passages from John chapter 14 in the words of Jesus. So what you have at, at a funeral or a memorial service have like an Old and a New Testament passage and then like a gospel passage, and the preacher has to give some sort of a sermon on one of those texts, and so usually this is where we read Psalm 23, uh, because it does talk about uh, the darkness that befalls upon humanity, but how God is with us, never leaves us, even in the darkest valley. Uh, He continues to provide for us, and we imagine that our departed loved one is in a feast with God in God's presence. And so Psalm 23 rings all of these different needs that we have as that grieving community after we watch a loved one pass away. But in the early church, Psalm 23 was normally sung after a new person in the faith is baptized. So um, we do have some content about some liturgy of how a person becomes a Christian and what does it mean for them to enter in the life of the church. So in some parts of the Christian world, early on, a person is baptized into water and then right out of the baptism, like they go up three stairs into the church, three stairs, and they think because of the symbol of the Trinity, and then they immediately enter into the church building itself as a newly baptized person and they take communion. And that is the way that they enter into the christian story in the christian family this normally happened on easter sunday they would kind of wait to baptize people until uh, easter sunday and they would take their first communion that's why a lot of even in the roman catholic church a lot of people take their first communion around easter time right but they would sing psalm 23 and what a cool message that is if that's normally what happened in the earliest of days because it begins to like illumine a new christian's perspective on what the faith is going to be like it is not going to be rosy all the time but god is with us he's going to be your shepherd he's going to lead you uh, to places where you're nourished he's going to restore strength when it's sapped from you he's going to lead you in right paths and i love how vague that is like there's, it's not like one path but there's going to be many paths that down the right that make the right path and for his own reputation he's gonna uphold you like he, he's 40 because he loves you but he also is like figuring out his own god's like working out his own story so like for his own reputation he's going to lead you down the right paths even when you walk through the darkest valley you don't have to fear danger because god is with you right he will allow you to flourish even in the face of your enemies and then i just love this promise surely goodness and faithfulness will pursue me all my days and I will live in the Lord's house for the rest of my life this idea of uh, of goodness and faithfulness pursuing us it's very Eastern thought about how all things really are in flow and, and how human life is in flow and as we're a part of God's family like goodness and faithfulness are gonna flow towards us um, Maybe an interesting concept for you and I to keep our minds around because very Western, very concrete, uh, but very but Eastern thought is a little more fluid thought. And so they had this idea of well, if God's with you, goodness and faithfulness flow towards God, and so if He's with you, they're going to flow towards you as well. What a what a cool thought Uh, that this stokes my imagination about Christian life could be. So, anyways, so many themes here in Psalm 23, but it is the like. Like the one-hit wonder of the early Christian church. This is the anthem that was sung over a person on their first moments as a believer. Isn't that a lovely thought? So this is something that we should reflect on again and again, all the promises that heap up in Psalm 23. So what I want you to do is pick one out. Pick one that resonates with you, maybe during your reading or your hearing of it, And allow that to be the centerpiece of your prayer this morning as you allow your soul to rise up to meet God in prayer. So with that in mind, let's spend some time praying to our God this morning. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, we rejoice in who you are. You're the God who gives great gifts. Every good and perfect gift comes from you. So we thank you for the gift of a new day. We thank you for the gift of... Uh, a time that we can go to school, or we can go to work, or we can uh, connect with family members, we can build our homes, uh, nourish our children that are young, whatever the task in front of us, we thank you, God, that it's all gift, and so we embrace it as gift. It didn't have to happen, but it is, and it is because of who you are. And so this day, as we approach it, as we allow our souls to rise to meet you today, we ask that you would flood our minds with the potential uh, because of the promises that we read in Psalm 23. God, for those of us who need to be comforted during our dark valley, uh, walking through a dark valley, I pray that you'd be with us. Uh, for those of us who need to flourish even in the face, before the faces of our enemies, I pray that you'd be with us. But overall, God, we pray that we would witness goodness and faithfulness flowing towards us all the days of our life, knowing that we are sustained because. You're a good God who holds us up. So this day, as this day unfolds in front of us, God, we do pray that we would see that goodness and that faithfulness in a myriad of ways. We ask all these things in Jesus' name. Amen.